welcome to <laughs> a toast to rom-coms i'm marie i'm allison and we're here to talk about another rom-com we are so weird on number five number five so we're going out of order right now so i'm glad that you checked because i was like i have no idea what number we are on hey they don't need to know that we're going out of order it's too late now (laughs) too late we are winding down um the rotten tomatoes old top 50 rom-coms of all time list um so i'm very excited to get this list done me too very excited yeah, we've been making some plans about what we're going to do next, and it's super exciting. Yep. So today, we're going to talk about The Lady Eve. Lady Eve, I had never seen it before. It's an older movie, um, and I was really looking forward to watching this movie. And then while Bernard was making my drink, I had to read my notes because I could not remember any of the movie. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about this. Oh, okay, good. Because I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to talk about. (laughs) I mean, I took a record low notes. Oh my gosh, so did I. Like a page. Oh, well, Well, more than a page. I'm like, hold it up to the camera. It's like a page front and back. Okay. That's really it, though. That's about as many as I have because you write a lot smaller. Yeah. I do. Maybe if I wrote bigger, my handwriting would be neater. So The Lady Eve, as I said, it's an older movie. Allison, can you give us the rundown? And I I was actually wondering, could you do the summary as well before I do the drink? Because it's kind of like a plot point. All right. Oh, okay. If that's true, then that went way over my head. Okay. <laughs> the lady eve came out in 1941 and it stars barbara stanwyck henry fonda uh featuring charles coburn eugene palette and william demarest um it was directed by preston sturges and also written by preston sturges and based on a story by moncton hoffa Oh, I'll have to look that up. So, this movie, because I also had a hard time, like, remembering what it was about. And I did. I watched it today, like, literally three hours ago. And then I was like, I don't even know what I watched. So, this movie is about um, a couple that meets on a boat and the woman and her father are con artists and the woman and the man Jean and Hopsy Charles or whatever um they plan to get married and then he finds out she's a con artist and then never wants to see her again and then she wants to get back at him and creates this entire new persona and he falls in love with that persona and then he wants to get divorced from her and then they meet each other again on the same boat as the original Jean, not the lady Eve. Right? Yeah. So we'll get more into detail later. So the drink today, it's called the noble punch. 
because she disguised herself as a lady, which is a member of nobility. Oh, all right. So, so when she remade herself, she was the Lady Eve. So in the drink today, there is tequila, aromatic bitters, lime juice, soda water, which I just use club soda. I think I did too. Okay. Um, pineapple juice and simple syrup. Yeah. I garnished mine with a lime because I did not have a pineapple garnish. I garnished my drink with nothing because that's way too fucking fancy. So, cheers. Cheers. Oh, I just spilled. (laughs) You know what? It's not bad. It's a very light taste. It is. Um... It's not very tequila heavy, so I'm excited about that because I do not care for tequila that much. Nor do I. Like, it was a struggle for me to pick this drink because of that, but I was like, maybe all the ingredients would even it out. And it does. I I can, like, there's an aftertaste. You could, like, taste the aftertaste, I think, but it's not strong. The pineapple and, like, the slight bubbles is very nice. Yeah. All right, we'll see how this wears. Yeah, I I really enjoy it. I wasn't particularly looking forward to this, but it's it's very refreshing. A good hot day drink. Yours is very pretty. I like your glass. Thank you. Um, Bernard found those at his mom's. They're very heavy. It looks like it's so, pretty solid glass. Yeah. So I'll keep it to the side in case there's an intruder. Whack him on the head with it. <laughs> there you go. So, um, could you refresh my memory? What year did you say this was made in? 41. 41. Thank you. Um, okay. So, The Lady Eve. I don't even know where to start with this movie. So, I do. Not really. I got, I got confused a me, bunch of times. Me too. I had really high expectations for this movie. Same. And they it, it did not hold up. No, I really not did not care for it. Well, the first half of it was really more of a drama yeah. than a comedy. Yeah. And only when she became the Lady Eve did the comedy begin. And that was honestly when there was maybe 30 minutes left. Yes. The last half hour of the movie was bing, bang, boom. Yeah. It, it, like gag after gag after gag. But before that, it was like a typical love story. And then it hits a snag. And then they part ways. And I was like, what? what is supposed to be funny here? I don't understand. Yeah, nothing was funny. And then it gets together. It comes together as the comedy part. But I, I still got a little bit confused. I felt like... Um, mm, me too. Charles's bodyguard where he was like... Is the cat moving your camera? She's in between the window and the blinds and bumping into the computer. Okay, because it seemed like an earthquake was happening over there. Yeah, I got a little nervous there. She's being a fucking demon today. Like, (gasps) really bad. She will not stop getting on the counters. We broke out the super soaker. And it's like making it worse. And she figured out she can jump onto the bar from the dining room table and then crawl over the serving window. Ooh, and she's, <sighs> you know, the <laughs> you know, that Game of Thrones meme where it says, tell Cersei it was me. And it's like a cat with like a curtain, like 
it's like what she's doing right now, except <laughs> it's annoying me. But it looks cute. <laughs> Which annoys you even more. Yes. Yeah. Give her some tequila. It'll be fine. So, this movie. I, yeah, I had a hard time with the unbelievability in the first part because, to be honest with you, so like one of the characteristics of a rom com is that there are definitely parts that are unbelievable to it. Yes. Which and makes it fun most of the time. Which makes it fun most of the time, not all of the time, unfortunately. <laughs> um, with this movie, being as that, like, I've been on one cruise in my life. Same. And I've never met any card sharks in my life. Also same. <laughs> I was unsure as to how much of this movie was believable or not. Like, I myself am not a great card player, so I don't know how easy it is to run people for their money apparently this was a big thing on cruise ships it seemed like i mean there was even a sign hanging on the cruise ship about looking out for card sharks so to me that would be unbelievable because really yeah you gotta warn people about that or or is this like a big poker tournament that's happening on this ship but no i never saw anything other than them playing hands of cards at dinner yeah and then writing checks and it seems like they just pick whoever they play with too there's no dealer like they are the dealer but it's like it wasn't an official game it was just like oh let's have some hands of cards before dinner or after dinner while we're having drinks oh isn't this fun no it was not fun but now that i know it was 1930. 1941 i'm looking up how much that check is worth nowadays yeah i wanted to see how much that was that thirty two thousand dollar check because i thought like six hundred dollars was probably a lot and then uh charlie was like chump change all right so let, let's wait on that let's get to that point okay i so I'm, go ahead i kind of know where i want to start because it's early okay I had a hard time believing that Char- uh, I'm just going to call him Hopsy because I like that better. That okay. Hopsy just came from like a little tiny boat to the big cruise ship after being in the Amazon. Is that what you gleaned from this? Like he's studying in the Amazon and then all of a sudden he just gets this tiny boat to take him to this cruise ship and then he's on. And then that's like how he was getting home. Yeah. That didn't make sense. I was very confused when it opened up in the Amazon. I'm disappointed because, frankly, I thought the snake was going to be a larger part in this movie, and I would have enjoyed that more. So did I. I mean, the movie opened with a cartoon snake. He was studying snakes. He had a snake in a box. I read a fact that said, you know, apparently the snake they had, it turned out to be nocturnal or something. So, like, they could never get it to do something. So I kept waiting for a snake to appear. Nope. Maybe that's no why snake. they got it out of the movie towards the end of it, because the snake was nocturnal. It wasn't doing anything. But that, I wanted more, like, gags with the snake. That was... But I will say that was my first like true unbelievability in the movie. Her reaction to the snake getting out of the box. 
Are you fucking for real, lady? You think it traveled to your room? You need him to look under your bed? It seemed like that wasn't an act of hers. Like, she was genuinely worried. I I couldn't figure it out either at first, but I agree with you. Um, why, why did I agree with? Okay, something happens because I wrote, okay, so the snake thing wasn't an act. Because that was the only thing that would have made sense to me. Her running out of the room screaming like she had just witnessed a murder. Cause it down two flights into her own room. Cause it got him into her room. Yes, but that's really... what. And then they were like laying on the chaise, and she was rubbing his ear again. That Rub- was Did weird. You- yes, yes. She's like gently caressing his ear, and it was really weird. But he was like really into it. It reminded me of the Runaway Bride where they're like, massage your ears. It'll make you calm. But I was like, <laughs> she's trying to be sexy right now. Maybe I should ask Bernard to come here so I can like finger his ear and see if that does it for him. Give him a yes. wet willy instead. <laughs> does this say like, I want to do this because I want to see how it feels based on the movie and then just give him a wet willy. <laughs> Look at how much I've drank already. You have drank a lot. It's because I'm wow. a lush. <laughs> How many drinks have you had prior to that? Spaced out through the day, probably like four. Cool. Yeah. I oh. just had a beer. Oh. Well. Good for you, I guess. Not really. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the snake thing, it was way over the top and I didn't like it at all. Except it wasn't over the top because you never really saw the fucking snake. I think you gl- glimpsed it like as it was in the bed. It was not worth it. It wasn't even big. No. It was just a little guy. Little girl. Its name was Emma. But I did think that was kind of funny. He was, really- he was like, I'm gonna, we're going to meet Emma. And she was like, I don't see her. Uh, I did think there was one funny line as they were like oddly um. There were two things that struck me when they were cuddled up. The one thing she says, she's talking about her ideal guy. And it's, and she, he said, why do you want a short guy? And she said, it's so he'll look up to me, so I'll be his ideal. Like, if red flags aren't going up <laughs> at that point, you're in trouble. She was like a boss bitch. Like, at the beginning, I was like, damn, this woman knows what she wants and how to get it. Yeah. And then she said, I want him to take me by surprise. And he said, like a burglar. (laughs) And she was like, yes. I laughed. I did laugh at that. I was like, this guy's so bad at romance. I was like, what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, did you notice what book what the name of his book was whenever he was reading in the restaurant in the very beginning when all those girls were ogling him no it was titled are snakes necessary (laughs) yes that was the title of his book i hope it was a long book I guess snakes have many reasons to be necessary i wonder if it was why each species of snake or type of snake is necessary you have to think that book's not real yeah do you like snakes 
I really have no previous knowledge of snakes. I ran over one with a lawnmower once. Yeah, that's sad. James has done that too. That's horrifying. Yeah, I feel really bad when that happens. Um, and other than that, I, I mean, I've seen them in a zoo. I'll touch them. Yeah, same. That's, that's all I got. Yeah. I'll touch a trouser snake. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for laughing at that. It was more your facial expression <laughs> when you said that. Like, is she going to pick up on that or not? Um, we have a garter snake that lives under our deck and he comes out in the summer and it's fine. He doesn't bother me. I'm not going to like run two flights up to this room and stand on a chair and have James check to make sure it's not here. Now, sometimes I do see the pictures of the snakes like, like on BuzzFeed, they sometimes have pictures of things like in Australia, this is happening. And there's like a 14 foot snake crawling through someone's house. Oh, yeah. No, that's terrifying. And I'm always like, is that Photoshop? Because if that's real, no, have I you, could not live there. Have you? Oh, no. Australia seems terrifying. Like with the spiders and like the big well, I don't know what they have, but they have living in the toilet. Yeah, there's in the toilet. You have to check the toilet. Yeah, and snakes in the sto- toilet. Have you seen that? That would really freak me out. That oh, not going really freak me out. They come through like the little hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was three D on Skype. Whoop. Uh, yep, <laughs> right at me. Um. Okay, so. My next unbelievability, she talks to him that night, and the next day they're in love. Less than 24 hours, and she says, I think he's going to ask me to marry him. Oh, yeah. Why? No. Why would he do that? I mean, he was, it seemed like. Yeah. She was in love with him. He was in love with her. I expected way more buildup. Like, from the summary, I expected more buildup of that. Because I thought this was going to take place all on the boat for whatever reason. I mean, wouldn't it have been hilarious if, like, the snake got out and, like, they had to go together to hunt down the snake? And It'd be too much like bringing a baby, though. It'd be Uh, a reptilian bringing a baby. That's a good good point. So you couldn't have that because that wasn't, that was, what, three years apart? Yeah, bringing a baby was 38, I think. Yeah, so you you couldn't do that. Yeah, I just, I really didn't care for this. Like, it wasn't that funny. And, I don't know. It wasn't. It It, wasn't that funny. Yeah, I I don't know. This has been on my list for a while, and I was just so excited for it. I do think Barbara Stanwyck is absolutely gorgeous. I thought her clothes were amazing. Okay. So, yes, her clothes were amazing. I love the clothes except for that one little hat she wore when they went to get coffee that one time. It was very weird. It was like a knit winter hat with a oh, pom yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Her hair, though, in the beginning, like with the curls on the bottom, the curls right on top, and then just straight in between. It's like, what the fuck is this hair? It's poodle. Yeah, but, but I think that was like a thing. But when she became the Lady E, her hair was fabulous from then on out. Until the end. Until the end. Yep. Because that's all it takes, guys. Just change your hair and change your accent very slightly. 
I mean, so slightly. She was supposed she, to be from England. Was that a British accent to you? I mean, she said darling a lot. She said darling a lot before. Okay. <laughs> it was it was such a slight accent. And it was like she started strong with it. And then like she was like, eh, I did it for an hour. We're good. See, I don't even think she started strong with it. And then at some point she makes a comment like, I may never go back from English Cockney. And I was like, were, were you ever there? Did you? Okay. And nobility doesn't speak Cockney. No. So because I'm such an expert, I know this. Uh, I just kept like marveling and I put down like, is that supposed to be an English accent? Okay. Have you, did you, like, how small were their fucking drinks in this movie? Very small. They were teeny. It was like he ordered a scotch and it wasn't even like a shot. It was like a thimble of scotch. Yeah. Like. And the brandy, very small too. Definitely less than a shot. I mean, I'd be happy for me to have something that was that small. Like a Um, trouser snake? (laughs) I was thinking about how to come back from that (laughs) (laughs) um henry fonda seems like a giant goober like in this movie he's just a doofus and before bernard was making the drink and we were talking about how we didn't really buy him in this role not at all he did not do comedy well I think she did better because she was better with like the repartee and the quick talking, but he was much obvious, much more obviously a serious actor. Um, so I agree with you. I didn't, I didn't like him in this role. I don't know who I could have seen in this role to save it. Like Jimmy Stewart. You know who would have made sense to me? William Holden. Yeah, he had some comedy experience with that. Yeah, I think he could have done it. Yeah, so it was just. Yeah, it fell flat. For sure. Um, Did you notice how hairy his hands were? (laughs) No. (laughs) He has very hairy hands. It was like gorilla hands. It was crazy hairy. Like it was arm hair all the way to like this knuckle here i made a comment about it to bernard and he couldn't believe it either so it I, wasn't just me i bet you if you went in closer he would have it on each knuckle <sighs> yeah i couldn't believe that they were getting married after she became the lady eve after like two weeks and can we please talk about how he didn't recognize her like she he bought that it's a completely different person it's absolutely ridiculous well how about his explanation for it did you like his explanation for it no did you (laughs) i did like his explanation for it so the reason why because the bodyguard he has this guy who follows him around like a bodyguard but it's not he's not really a bodyguard to me he just seems like a guy to do whatever he wants him to do so the bodyguard's like, no, this is the same person. This is the same person. And Hopsy's like, no, it's not the same person. And the reason why it's not the same person is because she didn't disguise herself very well. 
if she wanted to make him believe it was a different person, she would have dyed her hair or, and put different makeup on. And he like went through all the stuff. But he said she didn't do that. So it's a different person because she didn't know to change herself very often. I was like, what? And then at the end, he still didn't. He just still didn't know. No, no. I was shocked that that did not come out at the end. No, well, I think she was going to tell him. Okay. Because she pulled him in the room and she said something to that effect. Like, we got a lot to talk about. Or she said, there's much for us to discuss or something. Oh, I thought she was pulling him into the room and they were going to bone. Oh, I think that. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's probably going to bone him before they talk just so they could do it. And in case he gets mad at her after they talk. I think it depends on how well his resolve holds up. Because he says, no, we shouldn't because I'm married. And he's, she says, I am too. Yeah. So is she going to have to tell him before they sleep together? Because otherwise he's going to be too honorable. And did she make up all of that boy stuff on the train just to get the divorce I got I mean like I got that spiel like she was trying to get back at him she was trying to get like a settlement from being like divorced by him because he left her that's what I thought she married him in the first place it was like I have no idea like this that's where I got really confused during that part and then when they're talking with the lawyers I could not pick up any of these plot points there. Um, And then also like there was a short time period. They got off the boat and then she was at horse races and they were talking to that guy. And that's how she got the idea to become the lady Eve because they talked to a British guy. I didn't know where the fuck he came from. Well, I think the horse was the horse race was important to introduce him. And that was her ticket to Connecticut. Like, that was the same dude. Right. It was the same dude. But were, were they been talking about... I, I just got really lost with some dialogue. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of pauses here. I don't care. Tra- there was another one, part where I got confused, where they were talking about scotch or coffee. And then, like, I want cream and sugar in my scotch, but they were really ordering coffee. And then... But then, no. do you remember this? I do. And that went over my head, too. I didn't know if I, I don't know. I don't know. Yes. So big unbelievability. He doesn't pick up on it's the same girl. Huge. Huge. Um, how my favorite character or are we done with unbelievability? Like. Mm, yeah, I really. Yeah, that's really it, I guess. Except for all of the food mishaps at the party, which was really the only time I laughed out loud. Is whenever like he had like that giant pot roast fall on him and then he like fell into the curtains at one point and then drinks fell on him. And that was funny. And he changed into that white suit and I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's not going to last. But that was the Uh only time I got laughed out loud. Um, yeah, I laughed at the burglar line and that was it for me. 
I laughed at the burglar line, like the gags of stuff falling on him. It was cute, but it didn't fit in with the rest of the movie. There was a definite change, like a little bit more than halfway. It really did become an entirely different movie. Uh Uh-huh. It lacked continuity. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, so obstacles, them being together, the constant lying. Yes. She's a con woman. Yeah. And she doesn't like that. Can we go back to unbelievability for just a tick? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rush you. No, I actually kind of, I meant to talk about this, but I didn't write it down. I just made a mental note and we all know how those go. Not well. Um, how did she... How was how did the marriage legally happen with her fake identity? They talked about that too. I don't remember that. I think they talked about how like a name's just a name, so it really doesn't matter what you put down there because women change names all the time. I think they said something like that. See, they do remember that they did, but I thought that was just in reference to just getting married, like changing last names. That she said that the marriage would be legal because, or like, women change names so often that it really doesn't matter what you put down on paper. Didn't someone mention that? That had to do with the marriage, right? Yeah. That's it. Uh, no. Comp- yeah, I agree with that. That's unbelievability. And I don't remember, yeah, to get a marriage license. I don't know how it was in the 40s, obviously, but you have to go down and present your ID. Yeah. Birth certificate. And- and prove who you are. Yeah. Yeah, we had to bring birth certificates and ID. And that's it, I think. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, I don't know. I don't know when social security cards came into play or birth. No, birth certificates have been around for hundreds of years. Yeah. Sure. It's uh, been documented in family Bibles, right? That counts family bibles i don't know (laughs) i feel like we're not doing a good job right now because i I feel like it's just not a fun movie whenever it's not a fun movie or even like ridiculous to the point where we can just sit in here and make fun of it it's just like what what what's what are we doing here what are we even doing here disgusting i'm ready for a new drink do you want to do obstacles first, or how are you? Your I mean, drinks, can... your drinks are always so much bigger than mine. This one's this one's not really that big. It's just a thick cup. Yeah, it's a thick cup. Okay, I was gonna make a penis joke, <laughs> but I don't think I can. <laughs> it's, it's not tapered enough on the end. No. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm going to make my drink if that's okay. That's fine. I'll okay. see you in a minute. Okay. I'm also probably going to get third drink because I downed this pretty fast. You did. Maybe I should make like two <laughs> and just have them. I mean, if you like it well enough, why not? I made my second drink and I don't know if this is going to make a big difference or not, but the recipe said to top it with the bitters you knew where i was getting yes because barnard he made it he was like oh i wasn't supposed to put the bitters in here the first time so he topped it with the bitters this time 
it actually does kind of taste a little bit different. In a good way or a bad way? I would say a bad way because it's less pineapple-y. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So... I feel like my my drink, if you can see it, it's like foamy. Con- no, it's like convex over the glass, <laughs> like it's bulging out. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I might like it better. Really? Wait, topped? Mm-hmm. Wait, did he top it this time, or did he mix it? Mm-hmm. He topped, he it, topped th- it this time. Yeah, I mixed it in this time. The first time I didn't mix it in, I topped it. And in my head, I was like, this makes no sense. But I guess it does. Yeah, I think that the, I like the topping it better. I, d- I don't know why yet. I don't know why either. But like, I think the the taste is less pineapple-y whenever you shake it with the bitters. Well, that must be why I like a better top because I taste more of the pineapple. Yeah. I really want to start trying to make more drinks with that lavender bitters that we got mm-hmm. for that one drink. I mean, I, that's kind of right up my alley. Also, I got Earl Grey tea because I've been seeing a lot of gin and Earl Grey tea drinks. And Same. I'm going to try a hand in that and see what happens. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean... What else, like, what's the worst that could happen? You hate it. And don't make it again. Yeah, exactly. Not not really a big deal. Nope. I see you lost one animal and gained another back there. I did. She's okay. <laughs> She's scratching oh. her back on a pillow, and it's just funny. Do your dogs do that? Like, roll on a bone or whatever to, like, scratch their backs? Murphy does. Maxwell, not so much. Anyway, did we do obstacles? We did not do obstacles. Okay. I don't think we did either. I think we just no, said no, lying. We started to it. We started to, and then you wanted to go back. Yeah, I always want to go back. Yeah, back before uh, the coronavirus, or forward until it's over. <sighs> hey, did you see? Um, did you see the? bald eagle nest that we have in Pittsburgh and how a raccoon was trying to get to the bald eagle's eggs and there was like a standoff. I did not see that. It was crazy. Is there a video of it? Yeah, I'll try to find it and send it to you. Yeah, that raccoon was bold because I'm in my head I'm thinking these bald eagles would tear it apart. Like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the raccoon did not succeed. It kind of like fell a little bit onto the next tree. Good. I don't want them to eat the bald eagle eggs. No. Raccoons are not endangered. Actually, are bald eagles endangered anymore? I have no idea. Oh, guess what? Bald eagles, not endangered anymore. They are underneath least concern. Population increasing. Pittsburgh has been instrumental. Uh, I mean, have you seen one? Mm-mm. It's amazing. Really? It's yeah. amazing. I've never seen one in the wild. I mean, of course, I've seen one at the aviary and stuff, but I've never. We like up by dad's, there was like a little hike that I took once and we saw, I'm sure it was the same one, but we saw it like four times on this hike and it is just, it's stunning. That's really cool. Yeah. Very breathtaking. 
All right, let's get back to this. All right. Obstacles. Like I said before, like her lying. It's just, and I, I understand why she did it because if you tell someone, and I know they use the term card shark, but it's the same thing as a con artist. Like if you tell someone you're a con artist, then they're just not going to want to be with you. Right. So I get where she's coming from there, but it's just not any kind of solid basis to have a relationship on. Yeah. So, I mean, does he have any obstacles really in this? I feel like it's kind of all her. I mean, he's an idiot. He just doesn't seem very like wise to the ways of the world. No. It's kind of like he lives, his head lives in the Amazon with the snakes and he is, I don't even know what he would do on a day-to-day basis because he doesn't want to like be in charge of the beer stuff. What a jackass because that beer sounded good. I know. Like, I love that everyone on the boat was drinking it to impress him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think he was dumb. He's yeah. a dumbass, like you said. Yeah. I mean, that relationship would clearly be so one-sided. Because she's she's got the brains. I don't know what you find lovable about that man, which I guess could be a good segue into chemistry. So she she was the talker. Mm-hmm. Like, I was hoping, and I don't know if this is the appropriate place to put this or not, but they're con artists. She's getting together with them. I was hoping it was going to be a plot twist, like he was then going to con them. And, like, take their money and then, like, oh, he falls in love. I don't know. I just wanted more of a twist than she disguises herself, herself Disguises. Poorly. <laughs> yeah. It was ridiculous. And they get married. I was shocked that they got married, though. That was very unexpected. I was like, is this a dream? Is this, like, a like a daydream or whatever? Nope. They really got married. I did not like her wedding dress, by the way. No, and it was apparently like huge back then, so much so that they named that style of dress the Lady Eve dress. But it was terrible. Even Bernard was like, This dress is horrible. No. And I normally like that kind of old vintagey look, but it just was it just looked like a drape of silk. Uh-huh. Satin. Yeah, that too. Yeah. It was it was bad. Um I I just I don't understand how in the long run, he would have kept her attention. Yeah, I agree. Because he wanted to deal with snakes. She did not want to deal with snakes. Right. So what is she going to do with her time now? Is she going to take, like, I could see her taking over the beer business, maybe. Maybe. Does she go to the Amazon with him? No. (laughs) Can you see her like in khakis and a shitty button down in the Amazon? No. No. She'll teach all the locals. Her curls would fall flat. (laughs) Yeah. She'll teach all the locals how to play cards and cheat them. That would actually be kind of interesting. (laughs) I'd I'd be a better movie. (laughs) It would be a better movie. Be a better movie. Um. She could fall in love with one of them. Yep, I could see that better. Like, I I feel like she was very sexual. Like, she had, like, a lot of 
stuff going for her in this movie. And I just think it was reflected in their relationship. Like I didn't find the on screen. You didn't think the chemistry was there. No, I didn't. And I feel like it's because you just didn't fit for this role. Because like I said, she was very like convincing and her thing. But that's what she wanted. I think, I think from her speech about her ideal man, like I know she said she wanted a short guy, blah, blah, blah. But she wanted to be someone's ideal. She wanted someone to look up to her. And I think that's what he would do for her because she would always have more experience. Yes, he's been to the Amazon. Yes, he knows probably like scientific stuff. But she's wise to the ways of the world. So she would have to be there to guide him through that, which I think she would like. I don't actually know anything that he would provide to that relationship. Money. Yes. So speaking of money, that $32,000 in today's money or in today's, that would be um, $561,883. It's a nice chunk of change. According to him, it is insignificant. Yes. I remember that. And I was like, oh, wow. Humble brag. $32,000. Humble brag. <laughs> yeah. So that's how much money that would have been. Goodness. Yeah. Um, so I also, this is not chemistry, but it kind of is. I didn't realize, like, I thought all three of those people were acting and were not related altogether. And then, like, halfway through the movie, I realized that they really were father-daughter. Well, and I think that's because she was calling him by his first name, and it's weird. Yeah. Harry. She was like, Harry, darling. I'm like, it's your dad. Call him dad. But they were still acting. Yeah, it was it was weird. I didn't like that. Is that who Coburn was? No, Coburn was Muggsy. Okay, so is that No, is I it... hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. Let me get let me get this back up because I know I had seen Muggsy somewhere before. But then the question like is that James Coburn's dad or relative? Do you uh, know who James Coburn is? Probably. You know what? I'm sorry. Charles Coburn is the dad. Okay. My B. Um, no. His name- James Coburn Coburn sounds familiar. He did you do you remember Maverick with Mel Gibson? Yeah. And Jodie Foster? Yeah. He was the older gentleman with Maverick. Here, let me look and see. I like Maverick. I do too. I want to do that movie. Oh, nope, James Kerbaron is in Charade. Really? He's Who was he? In Charade, he's uh, Tex. He's like, you blockheaded jackass. Like whenever he's like going at Cary Grant. You, you don't yeah. remember that? No, I do not believe they're related. Okay. Because there's a son, John Coburn. Anyway... So chemistry just really fell flat for me. This whole movie, it just, it's like what we said about city lights. Like it just lacked substance. Like there wasn't enough meat in it. But for different reasons, like city lights, it was just all about the gags or too many gags. Yeah. Not enough plot. 
Yeah. This movie just couldn't decide what it was. Are you a drama? Are you a comedy? Are you, I won't even want to say mystery because there was really no mystery. <laughs> like we all know that's Gene. Yeah. Not even. Can we talk about how confusing the end was whenever he just ran into her and was like, I'm so happy to see you. Like, why? Why did he have that change of heart because of this bad marriage? Like, what is he fantasizing about her? Like, there was no reason for him to react that way whenever he saw her. It is. It doesn't make sense to me at all, like, to think this way. But the only rationale I can think of this was, like... She lied to him before they were going to get married, right? Like, Jean, and she didn't actually, yeah, she was lying. She was lying. She said that she was going to come out with the truth, and then it was just bad timing because somebody beat her to it. So that was before they got married, and then Eve was coming clean after they were married. So was she okay with the lying before? Like, that's the only thing, like, just when he was finding out the truth. Eve wasn't coming clean, though. She It was all fake. It was all... But he didn't realize uh, that. Because he's an idiot. Yeah. Did you catch that quote where he, she was describing her affair with Angus? And he said, a girl of 16 is practically an idiot. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I did catch that. And I'm not going to disagree with him because uh, let me just amend it maybe and say everyone's an idiot when they're 16. Yeah, I guess. I don't understand. How old were they supposed to be? Let me pose that question. How old do you think they were supposed to be? Mid-20s, late-20s at most. Okay. Because that was something, to me, they both looked like they were 40. To me, she didn't. I don't think she... I mean, he looked older. um, But, you know, that's the thing. I feel like in the 40s, women looked older with the way that they were done up and, like, the The hair. hair. Yeah. No, I mean, wait, was it? Oh, she was born in 07 and this was 41. Okay. So she would have been what? Like 30s. 34? Yeah. Like to for him to believe that she slept with all of those guys. That's what I had a hard time believing. Yeah. And then how she said to him too, this was another one that I was like, ew, I knew you'd be both husband and father to me. Oh, I hated that too. It was disgusting. No. That was that was when she was being herself, right? Or was that when she was Eve? That's whenever she was Eve in the train. And also, were they staying in separate cabins? Did he like go out of his cabin? I'm like, oh, that's an exciting honeymoon. Not. Well, I want to say that that had to do with the television and movie like rules of that time. Like, I don't know if they were allowed to stay in the same room in movies. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, and there was like a water fountain out there and he went to go get a drink of water. I was like, this is weird. I had a hard time. Like, I was like, is he getting a drink? Is he in the bathroom? 
but then no, he's in the hallway. What is happening? Have you ever ridden on a train? Like, have you ever taken? Do you have any interest in that? No, I, I do not. I think everything is, I think it's romanticized and it's actually not that nice. Ever since that one Sex in the City episode, I was put me off just going to say, I go back and forth because I do think it would be fun. And I think me and James would make the best out of it, even if it was bad. But as long as the food was fine, like we could make the best out of it. But I'll never forget. We went on that Napa Valley wine train. And by the end of the three hours, we were like, get us the fuck off of this train. <laughs> it was the end of our honeymoon. And after like six, seven days, we were like, I got shit to say to you. Like, I don't know what to do except for sit here in silence. <laughs> on the train. <laughs> on the train. And just and then it was in the dark too. Like the 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 last hour it was dark, so we couldn't even see anything outside. We we're just like looking at each other, looking around, you know. <sighs> like I don't know what to do. <laughs> Once you like live with each other before you're married and then you take the honeymoon, it's like, I mean, I don't want to say it's not special or anything because it is, it's your honeymoon, but it's not. It's just a vacation, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what did I, we spent the majority of our time reading on the beach. Like, yeah. it was just same old, same old. We watched <laughs> Forged in Fire like every night. <laughs> Is that the, <laughs> the like, knife show, show? Yes. where they make weapons? <laughs> we watched the Jimi Hendrix documentary and we watched Forge and Fire in bed <laughs> and not in a sexy way either. <laughs> but it was so much fun. I remember watching Forge and Fire and we went to like a, a local cheese place and we're just sitting there with like cheese and cracker crumbs on our chests, <laughs> like watching Forged and Fire in bed. <laughs> it was a great time ours so we went to Punta Cana on our honeymoon and you had to put your key card in the slot like by the door to turn the lights and air conditioning on yeah that's a that's a big thing right now so we spent the majority of our time like dying with heat because we never figured out, like, oh, like one of our key cards no. in to leave the air conditioning on. So we would lay there at night, like, spread out with the no. fan on. Just like, yeah. No, that was how it was in Rome, too. And they told us that's and same with Napa. And then, like, whenever they were, show, like, you know, showing us to our room, they told us, like, this is what you do. And I remember in Rome, I got really pissed off because the cleaning person would take it out every single time and it was like 90 degrees every day and I was like oh my god we left it in here for a reason <laughs> and you know they told her to take it out I know it's like but yeah oh. it, it, it doesn't matter like it would take five to seven hours to cool down after that like there's just not a lot of places over there had air conditioning. It was wild. Yeah. I guess that's an American thing. It is an American thing. Yeah. And God, it's great. Like, God bless the USA. <laughs> I love me. I love me some air conditioning. <sighs> yeah. Like on the 
those 90 degree days, ceiling fans are not the same as air conditioning. Nope. You need air conditioning. Whenever I was in Southside in college, there was no air conditioning in that house. And oh, I didn't know that. Boy, howdy. It was a rough time. We, I had like one of those like slim sonic air things and I would put it directly by my face by the bed <laughs> and just sleep like, but it's not, it's not enough. it really wasn't. <laughs> I always ask James, I'm like, how did we live this way? Oh, just, <laughs> we did chemistry. So moment they fell in love. I don't know. I mean, I gotta say for him, it was during the ear rub. <laughs> I agree. I think it was the ear rub. The way to a band's heart is through rubbing his ears. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that. Yep. If you ever want to hypnotize a man, just get in those ears. And not like, not like in the deep hole, like <laughs> around the... <laughs> In the deep hole. Not in the deep ear hole. Yes. You want to like around like the cartilage edge on the top of the ear and just rub your index finger. Ever so slightly. Yes. Does it feel good when you do it to yourself? I'm like trying to see like it's actually rather annoying because you can hear it rubbing and I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I I don't maybe it's like being tickled like you can't tickle yourself you can't massage your own ears maybe so tonight tonight you can go up to james and start fingering his ear edge while he's playing video games maybe it'll calm him down (laughs) if i have to endure one more night of you motherfucker oh my god this fucking guy god this computer's cheating Ah!" For Animal Crossing? No, he's playing something else now. He's playing like three video games at one time right now. Okay. No, Animal Crossing is very calm and soothing. You just make, just build an island. Fascinating. It really is. He plays it. And like, it's fine. Like, I guess it's kind of fun when you get to design your own house. And like, you have to like get so much money by doing things and like farming and selling fruits and whatever. Yeah. You should build one too. It could be a two player game, right? I don't know. I don't want to. You got enough shit taking up your time. I just don't want to give in. It's like a matter of stubbornness now. I will not play video games. Yeah. Um, Moment she fell in love with him. Because after the whole whole ear rubbing thing, it seemed like that was whenever she went to her father and was like, I think he might ask me to marry him. I, I wrote this down and I don't remember... (laughs) why but tell i wrote down tell me my fortune question mark who said that it was after the snake thing she said it oh oh they were playing car or oh he was suiting up to cheat with cards and um they were it, it was her father and she was messing around with him i think 
okay because i wrote what what is happening yeah that's and i didn't know if that had something to do with her falling in love with him but i guess not she was already in love with him at that point right because she said don't do anything to him or something like that right and then she got pissed whenever they were still gambling after she left maybe his like gullibility made her fall in love with him like she had to protect him and she liked that he always looked like permanently surprised like (laughs) that's actually a really good impression thanks (laughs) but his eyes were really wide and his like mouth was kind of like pursed i don't know (laughs) his hair was really bad too i did not like his haircut Mm mm-mm did and you I see also... those two brushes that they use? When yes, him and Muggsy were getting ready, it looked like one of those like body buffing brushes that you use now. I saw that too and I was like, whoa, this guy's efficient. He can't even take the time to brush his hair on one side and then the other. He's going to brush it at the same time. I bet you that would feel good. Screw the ear massage. Just get like those two brushes and just go to town. I love it when people play with my hair and brush my hair. I could take it or leave it. So I think that she liked the gullibility factor. So that got her. And like she, he was just so genuine. He was excited about the snakes. He was going to come protect her. Maybe she just had never had anyone to protect her before because her dad kind of always put her in the line of fire. Yeah. Yeah. And really, isn't that what all women want someone to protect them? Sure. I had Burner protect me today from a hundred legger bug that was crawling in the tub. And let me tell you, I loved it. <laughs> I ain't taking care of that shit myself. Hey, I protected James today. He said, get in here. Protect the dinner from the cat. And I got her with a super soaker. <laughs> a poor cat. She deserved it. I believe you. What did you have for dinner? Uh, tuna steaks from Trader Joe's. They were frozen, and yeah. we got like a like a teriyaki marinade, and it was pretty delightful. He seared it in. We had it raw, like you know how you have tuna steaks, like kind of raw mm-hmm. or rare. Yeah, and he like seared it with some sesame seeds, and it was pretty good. Nice. That sounds very gourmet. Yeah, he knows what he's doing in the kitchen. Maybe that's what you like about him. Yeah, I think so. You like a man who knows how to cook. I do. Um, do they stay together? I think they do because it's the time, but they're not happy. I agree with you. And I don't like I agree that they stay together because it's the time period. I don't necessarily know if they'll be unhappy. I think if he can pursue his interests of snakes and maybe like if she gets into that brewing business and takes gets like keeps busy that way, but I can't see her like sitting around with her thumb up her ass, just being like a little wife. I can't see it. No, I don't either. Like, she's gonna it's... need. To, she's gonna need to be active. She needs to keep her mind active. So I think that yeah, like if she can find something like that, they'd be fine. Yeah. Iconic scenes really tough. It is really tough for this movie. I think I like the the thing that I think about this movie now is like the ear massaging. So I think that's what comes to mind is like they're sitting together on that chaise and she's holding his head 
just caressing his ears ever so slightly. After she pushed him off the chaise yeah. ever so gently. <laughs> um, I was thinking about that too, but then I was like, well, the whole movie is her being the Lady Eve. But it's so only... Then I was trying- it's only for like 30 uh, minutes. It's like less than half the... I'm sorry. I know. I understand that that's what the movie is. This is just the problem. Yeah. There wasn't enough of her being jilted to make it stand to reason. Like, she was a con artist. He found out, so we dumped her. Like, you can't fault him for it. He's a rich guy. She takes advantage of people. Yeah. It's very rational. Right. So I don't know why she gets... I mean, I guess I can see why she gets that offended. Actually, no, I can't see why she gets that offended. Like, you know who you are. Like, she could have... It's been two days. Yeah. She could have changed her tune really fast. She could have been like, I know, I'm sorry. Like, own up to it. Like, I was going to tell you, but I guess it would have been a shorter movie. She had to get back at him by becoming a new person and marrying him. And then making up lies about fucking all these guys. (laughs) And he just sat there and listened. I know. And ask questions. Don't ask, um, don't tell. Yeah, so iconic scene for me. I mean, I have to, I have to go with yours with the ear rubbing. It's what like, I, I think can't of. Find, yeah, I was trying to think like maybe when he's proposing to her with the horse nibbling his hair, but you only see them from the back when that's happening. Yeah, and I mean, that was so, kind of funny, but I don't, it doesn't stick out to me. All right, we'll go ear rub. I'll agree with you. It's Finger that ears. just so Finger the- weird. <laughs> oh, are you ready for my fun fact? Let's hear it. So they were talking at the very beginning of how they discovered that snake and they were naming it like naming, like giving it the official name. And actually it was James who told me this, so I can't take credit, but did you see there was a new species of snake that has been named for Salazar Slytherin? No. Isn't that amazing? So, um, it resides in the forest of Northeast India. Um, and it's a green snake known as, Tremosaurus Salazar or Salazar's Pit Viper. Ooh, very it's, cool. It's very, I thought it was really cool. I couldn't believe it. I don't know if you can see it. It's probably just a glare. Yeah, it's wait, just a glare. Wait. Salazar Slytherin <laughs> Snake. I'm looking it up myself. Ooh, it's a pretty color. It's a nice green and it has like a red and yellow stripe alongside of it. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, that is very cool. I'm looking at it right now. That's all. And its eyes the same color as its skin, which yeah. is neat. Cool. That is a fun fact. But that's the only final thought I have. I did not look facts up for this, so if you have any, I would love to hear them. Um, There wasn't anything very interesting. Okay. Well, that's... There was a lot of stuff about the Preston Sturgis guy, the director... And apparently they all like to hang out with him. That's all I got. I wonder if he threw sex parties. I don't know. I feel like that's what they did. 
I, my one final thought here has to do with the dad and like his dad and the fact that I loved his dad. He got so pissed off about his breakfast being interrupted. Don't you remember? And he was banging like the oh, pots on there. Yeah. The dad was very a very cool guy. And he I kept like giving him shit every time he was messy. Yeah. He did. That was really good. He was like he had those plates. I meant to talk about good call. That was a very yeah. funny part. I laughed out loud at that. The dad was my favorite character mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yep. And he that he didn't get enough screen time. Like during the lawyer scene, he kept like trying to talk to his kid and the lawyers and like yeah. I he just re- like that. He reminded me of Jelly from Analyze This. Ooh, good call. Yeah. That's a funny um, one. Yeah, not a rom com though. No. That's all I got. Yeah, me too. So gonna... I don't have anything else to say to, to this movie. Would you watch it again? Nope. Would you? I'm undecided. Like, part of me thinks that I missed something. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you right now, you didn't. I just, why is this movie so high up? I do not know. Why? It was not that funny. Why was this movie number five and When Harry Met Sally number 35? I was even going to say, why is bringing up baby number 12 and this is number five? Good point. Like Some like it hot. I thought some yeah. like it hot was a much better movie than this. And I understand it's not that high abo- above it, but. Yeah. It's just, I, I want to say that there's like the, the first like 20 there's a lot of good ones. And then it just gets weird for like the middle. Like I'm looking at it right now. And like there's just a lot of weird shit in the middle. That's high up. Yeah. This movie is should not be this high. This should be. I'm not going to say take it off the list completely. But I'm going to say replace me, you and everyone we know with it. Replace waitress with it. Replace one of those shit storms with this movie. Yep. Agreed. And then, it's not, and then it's not that high. Yep. Please go online, rate, review, subscribe. Do you want to give it the martini glasses? Not really. <laughs> well, you got to because that's a feature of this show. <laughs> um, rom-com wise, I got to give it like a one and a half martinis out of five. I was going to go two. There's, I, I struggled with a, with a one and a half and a two, but I just think that the funny parts that they have in this movie don't make sense with the majority of the movie. Yeah. So it takes away from the comedy. Not cohesive. I mean, I, it's not the worst movie we've seen by a long shot. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. You're right. Maybe I'll just go two because it's not, I mean, I've given movies zeros, right? Yeah. We ba- we gave me, you, and everyone we know zero. I think we might have given Waitress zero, maybe even one. What about Maggie's plan? Oh, we Am definitely I- gave that a zero. Okay, good. Do you remember her crab walking to the door whenever she was like had semen in her? So the semen didn't drop on the floor and then she got excited to have sex with the married guy so she stood up and all the semen dropped on the floor anyway 
I do remember that. That was funny. <laughs> Why was that on this list? Like how how does that come How does that come 13 bef- like after Crazy Stupid Love? No idea. It's like rom-coms should be engaging and relatable. And I get like all these coincidences or all of these unbelievables make it not relatable, but you could find something to relate to. Yeah. In those movies. Mm-hmm. This movie, I can't relate to a con artist. I can't relate to a guy going to the Amazon. I don't know. I just can't relate to any of these characters, I guess. Yeah. But you know what I am going to try, guys? I am going to try rubbing my husband's cartilage in his ear today. So maybe that'll do some good. I'm going to do it too. I'll try to do it sensually. But a lot of times that falls apart because I start laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to say, I think if I'm thinking of sensuality, neither of the two of us (laughs) comes to mind. Nope, not at all. Not at all. All right. Especially in our quarantine gear. Oh, God. That's one thing that I do like about quarantine is like you're comfy all the time. No bra, pajamas. I have not worn real pants since March 13th. Good for you. Thank you. I'm wearing leggings today. That's as real as I've gotten. It's the first time I've worn something but PJ pants. Yeah. No. It's too hot for PJ pants today. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Sorry if this was a lackluster episode. It just wasn't very exciting of a movie. And it's quarantine, so we have nothing exciting in our lives going on. Stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, watch up, drink up, and cheers. cheers.